boys are driving me crazy, Andrew. What is happening? I know a little bit of what's happening. I understand. Mm -hmm. I understand why they would be driving you crazy, but I guess catch us up and catch the listeners up. Catch yeah, everybody up. let's catch everyone up. So we've take we took a week off from recording, mm -hmm. and we most recently recorded with Sydney Washington. It's an amazing episode. If you haven't listened to it, what are you even doing? So recorded with Sydney. We talked about the breakup that I had in March now. Yeah. March, April, I guess. Yeah, what are the receipts on that one? The receipts. Well, that was, you know, that was Isaac. The receipts are, <laughs> uh, the receipts are, I was very surprised to have been dumped. Um, shocked even. We discuss it with Drew Anderson and we discuss it with Sydney. And then in the past few weeks where we haven't recorded, I have been dating up a storm. I'm dating all the time. I'm I'm on hinge, absolutely out of control. I've gone through so many matches, I have to say. And now I'm I'm I've seen a little bit of everything. I've had I've had a bunch of first dates and now I'm kind of seeing two people, but open to seeing more than that. Wow. And that is where I am right now. So if you were to have to like clock in like how many hours, how many dates, like what, what has been happening? Absolutely a part-time job. Absolutely. You mm -hmm. know, like 10 hours a week of flirting and going on dates. And that's not counting with the people that I've been seeing like any sleepovers, et cetera. Yeah, that's not overtime. counting that. That's overtime. Mm -hmm. So I and it's it's been wild because like I matched, so I matched with like a very hot, tall opera singer, and I thought it would be funny to go on a date with him just because he's six five and a bass. Six mm. five, a bass, really deep voice. He plays villains in operas. We matched. We were texting for a little bit, and I was so bored that I was like, we're not gonna meet in person. So I've had that. And then I've also had like- Wait, so I'm, you didn't meet with the opera villain? I did not meet with the opera villain. Should I? I think that is hilarious. Okay. I, <laughs> Should I? I, I match with him because it's funny. Oh, uh, I mean, I don't like that part. Okay. I think. <laughs> um, what I do like is that uh, he, is, he is typecasted as a villain in yes, operas. Because of his low voice. All the opera songs are for villains or for low-voiced men. Do you know anything deep about the voice. opera? Not yeah. barely. Oh, okay. So this is a an opportunity to learn. It is. But I really was just – we couldn't even have like a fun, flirty conversation over text. I was like, I don't know if we can do this. So that yeah. was like one end of the spectrum matched with – a. A painter, artist, I'm very interested in the uh, the paintings, which is a lot of why I was like, I'm interested in this man. His paintings are awesome. Mm. And then he was texting me all day, every day without ever meeting. And then all same thing. I was like, I we can't meet. I'm stressed out. I'm just stressed out by the amount that he wants to text without ever knowing each other. Wait, what was the case? There was a lot, but like, what was the substance? What I was mean, like, that? let me find it. Let me read some of the receipts. Um, we're, we're texting and I'm not giving him really, like he's giving me so much information and clearly I want the conversation to fizzle out a little bit so I don't, so that we can 
stop talking. And he just continues to text in like big paragraphs. Mm. Like how'd the Oscar video come out? It was cute, but it only performed okay. What's your crazy Friday? And he says, I want to see it, LOL. And crazy was running all over the place for my meetings. Then my car mirror broke off. And then I had to help install this art wall thing. It was nonstop, LOL. Yesterday was great too. Had to spend all day at a farm we're filming at. Got to spend the day with goats, LOL. Like, okay, any lambs? No, but the donkeys are the most adorable. What are you up today? Up to today? And it like goes on like this all day, every day. Wait, so then are you like saying hello? Um, can we also meet in person, please? I tried to set up a date. I set up but a date no. for Wednesday. He's too and busy then with the goats. he's very busy with the goats. He's nonstop. No, I set up a date for Wednesday. He texts me on Monday, like he texts me a couple days before and he's like, oh, do you want to meet up tomorrow and get drinks, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, we set a date for Wednesday. Like we already have a date. And he's like, oh, sorry, I'm so scrambled. I completely forgot. Okay. Aren't you stressed? I'm stressed. That, yeah. Wait, so why are you continuing to talk to someone? I'm not talking about? to him anymore. I'm just okay, saying done. we're done. We're done. Okay. I ended up saying... Well, so you're just going through like all these people that you're done talking to is the vibe I'm getting? Okay. Well, I'm just... I'm telling you that I just want everyone to know that I'm seeing like every side of dating right now. I'm seeing okay. like... I'm getting a lot of like when we talk about how hard it is to text with someone that you haven't met before, I've gotten the like, we can't text at all it's boring. And I've gotten that we're texting too much. It's overwhelming. I'm having both. I'm just trying to explain that mm -hmm. it feels like it's a lot, a little bit of everything. And then there are people that I'm continuing to see that we I've had some good dates with. Right. But I just was starting negative first. So do you want to talk about the good dates? Okay. Yeah. You seem so disinterested. Not in the, no, not at all. <laughs> like I'm just, I got, I, <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear about the good things. I just that to, does seem very stressful. I just need to read this though. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but I'm feeling super stressed out. So we shouldn't do Wednesday. Like, good luck with your film mm -hmm. is what I say to him. Yeah. And then he goes, it's just a quick drink. You really don't even want to pick a day next week or something when you're less busy. Was actually looking forward to it. Ha ha, the sad face. Like just the amount of pressure to be like, it's just a quick drink. Just pick a different day is so much for me. Yeah, no, it's mess. Mess. Yeah. Right? Mess. Right. I'm not crazy. It's mess. No, I don't like it. And no. I, I, yeah, you just gotta, you just gotta out. I know, cut them off. Because I'm just like, I don't, it turns out we don't have enough time to spend dating people that are not being interesting. So, okay. Mm -hmm. The good news. I'm, I've am i been going on dates. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been going on dates with a very sweet lawyer who I like a lot. We've been going – we're on maybe date four number four or five now. Um, so kind of getting okay. to know each other. He's very sweet. Mm -hmm. um, we matched on Hinge. And then I – an entrepreneur comedian slid into my DMs and we went on a first date that was really fun but then have been kind of Wait, struggling – what is an entrepreneur comedian? What does that What does that mean? He's an entrepreneur in that he runs a lot of companies. He has a lot of businesses. Oh, okay. But he so. also is a writer performer. But he has like a legitimate real job, much like me, where I'm a producer, right. but I'm also a comedian, writer. Got it. Okay. Dash dash dash. Would you also say you're an entrepreneur com comedian? I wouldn't say entrepreneur because I'm not the CEO of any businesses, but like I'm a producer comedian. 
So we have a. I see. I see something happening with the latter relationship there. Well, me too. Except that he's like kind of hot and cold, and it's hard to reach him. And then we haven't been able to schedule a second date, even though I really wanted to. And then I feel like I'm being driven a little bit crazy. It's reminding me of people that I've liked in the past. But I really, I like him. We had so much fun on this first date. So I'm like, I'm seeing a little bit of like very consistent and good. And then also a little bit of like inconsistent, but I'm like excited in a way. And I'm just, I'm getting all of, like there are all of these things happening at the same time right now dating. So maybe I take back what I said about the entrepreneur comedian, not (laughs) putting all the eggs in one basket with that one, but maybe the lawyer that there doesn't seem to be a single issue yet, right? No. Okay. No, no issues. I know when our next date's going to be. He's very sweet about being like, I'm going away. I'm going out of town, but I'd love to see you again. Can we meet this date? Like, I love that kind of consistency. I just want to do point out that uh, of the four people that you said, the three mm-hmm. people that did have problems are all working in the art field. I you know. You have the opera singer, you have the comedian entrepreneur, and then you also have the painter. Um, and now here comes your lawyer in shining armor. Uh, I know. Well, he's an <laughs> entertainment lawyer. If that changes anything, everybody's in the creative field. I just want to be dating someone who's creative. Like I'm creative. That's true. Okay. Okay. But I just feel, I feel like my dating life right now is a little bit of hot mess. It's a lot. And like, I would also, it's interesting because this is the first time on the podcast that I've been dating multiple people. So Mm -hmm. because of the pandemic and also because that before, when I started the podcast, I had a boyfriend. So navigating what to do about that is really interesting. Like the the sweet lawyer was like, I listened to your podcast and I really liked it. It was very funny, but then I felt like I shouldn't listen to it because I want to get to know you by getting to know you. Mm. Very nice, very stable. Versus I have no idea this comedian entrepreneur is listening. If he is listening, hi, like, do you like me? What is up? Because I'm like, yeah. Because, like, I would love to just, you know, have a second date, know when I'm going to see you. I had so much fun on the first one. Also but, a comedian, so I guess potential will come on the pod. I, I know. know. <laughs> I know. And I'm just like, is it messy? It feel it all feels messy. And is it messy that I'm also talking about it? Because really what I'm feeling right now, what I want is to be having fun, dating people, and hopefully building a connection with someone that could be more long-term or lasting. But in the meantime, it just feels like the energy is seeing more than one person and seeing what feels good, you know, and what wants and getting to know people, which I think is what's going on with everyone. No one is like, you got to be my girlfriend tomorrow, which is also not what I'd want. No. So that's where I'm at. This is like a broad overview of everything that's been happening. Yeah. A little bit of receipts sprinkled in, but. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, the the opera singer still piques my interest. I mean, Uh, I'll hit him up again if, if just to tell you I tried. Yeah. We'll see. But he seems sweet. I just like, we didn't have anything to talk about over text. Hmm. Mm, I don't know. Anyway, that's my update. How are you? Oh, I'm doing okay. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't have anything nearly as um as beautiful or as beautiful um, <laughs> as event worthy as, as shocking. Just, yes, provided. 
I don't know. It would it be is... hard to even hold a candle to every all of that. I have too many candles. I've got a whole freaking candle store right now That's burning. True. It's not just one candle. It's like I'm just – are there going to be flames with any of these people? Oh, my gosh. Run with that. Run with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm running so far. And, you know, speaking of – of fire, setting fire to things, fiery energy. I'm really excited about our wonderful guest today. We're doing a little bit of a special episode. He's a visionary. He has a podcast on the same network. It's called The Luminaries. It's amazing and you should listen to it. It's David Odyssey. Babe, Hi. The fire babe. energy to speak to, you know, one of the ultimate Sagittarians. <laughs> Me, uh, of, the of ultimate the era, Sagittarian. Yes, Jenny Gorlick, uh, and then get a fire energy compliment. Thank you. Hi. Hi. I mean it. I mean it. Thank you, You've got a fiery Thank spirit. You. I, you know, I feel totally, I, it's like I totally have no vitality of, of my own, but I am. I am glad that the fiery spirit is able to kind of be projected out of me while my <laughs> my body is crumbling from within. Um, but yes, babe, I'm with you. I'm, yeah. I've been along for this ride. It's been really thrilling to hear about all, all of these. My disaster, these my whirlwind, my little tornado that's happening right now. Mm, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I just admire it because I feel like everyone else is really like reconciling and everyone is kind of still hanging on to their like, uh, or I, maybe I can speak for myself, but like negotiating with like the hermit that I became during mm -hmm. COVID and like the weird like shady sex that I was having during COVID. Sure. You are like going out front and center, like on the offensive, which I do think like, why not? So you're yeah, just going does, at an accelerated pace. It does feel like I'm going into battle, ultimately. Yes. yes. A little bit. I am. I'm like going out here with weapons being, you know, thirst traps and cute outfits and good ideas of bars to go to, getting a cocktail, and then really <laughs> fighting for my life. 24-7. Your work never mm -hmm. ends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although it's been fun. I've got to say it is fun and I am excited. I'm just like, uh, dating is, dating is, the, takes a lot out of you. I can't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess today, David, we're going to, we're going to do a little tarot reading. What do we, what do we have in store? Yeah, let's do a tarot reading. I'm going to read both of your tarot. We can do a I few rounds, but let's just see what, what's happening. And, mm -hmm. you know, we can address whatever is coming up. Obviously, Jenny, it sounds like there's a lot. Maybe you might want a little guidance or clarity on. I uh, guess. Um, yeah, so I'll just give you some preliminaries. Before the podcast, um, I did call on your guides. Okay. my own guides. That just means, like any kind of um, intuitive element or anything that's like looking out for your best interest, I I ask that it's with us. However, um, if, you're, if either of you is uncomfortable with that, we don't have to have that door open and we can keep the reading just like right on the cards. I just always tell people that I do that because um, the reading is gonna be super linear, but just, you know, in case there's any nudges or intuitions that come through, I don't wanna take credit for it, you know? Okay, and how how do you call upon the guides? 
I literally just before the reading light some incense and uh, welcome my own guides, welcome your guides to kind of help us through the reading, etc. Um, okay. Yeah, so I'm intrigued by this. That's I'm intrigued by this. Nothing. I'm not gonna like speak in tongues or anything. It just means I. I just want to say like any anything that comes to you, any kind of wisdom you glean or any kind of way that you get pushed along. I don't Mm want to take full credit for you. you Okay, it's also my guide is involved. Yeah, and you're involved. It's your best intentions, your intuition. You know all of that, and and everyone who loves you. Okay. Okay. That sounds, yeah, okay. That sounds comforting. Sure. And, and okay, sure. other than that, I just want to say, like, I don't have to tell either of you this, I don't think, um, but please be as vocal as you'd like. Ask as many questions as you like. Mm-hmm. If anything isn't resonating in the reading, tell me. That's totally fine. If anything is resonating, tell me. Just, like, give it all to me, and, you know, we'll go from there. Oh, I love it. Obsessed. And yeah. I, lo- I mean, I love tarot. I have my own tarot deck at home that I use very casually. So thrilled Great. to be with a professional, you know, oh, and friend, yeah. a professional and friend. Professional and friend and a lifelong student as well. Right. I love. Okay. Okay. And how um, are you feeling, Andrew? Do you feel good? Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I will be down. Yeah. I, I've okay. never had anything nearly like this. Done oh. Before. Oh. God bless. Uh, okay. You and you're that? what? You're 21, Andrew. What is the scenario here? Uh, I turn 18 tomorrow. Yes. That's <laughs> right. Okay. So listen, it's barely all legal. <laughs> barely <Yeah>. legal. <laughs> and Jenny is classically 23 forever. 23 okay. forever. I hope to God. I was ID'd twice in the past week Babe. at the bar. I was ID'd twice. Uh, bless you, Jenny. Can you believe? I know. I was like, wow. I'm so thankful for this. Uh, this is amazing. <laughs> Okay, yay. But yeah. So, shall we start with you, Jenny? Please. So, Please. is there something you're curious about? Well, I know there's clearly a, a lot. Yeah, I would love. <laughs> let's talk about my dating life. Yeah. What is going on? Yeah. What? Do you just want like a little zoom in? Like, what are you wanting to kind of get a little clarity on or zoom in on? <sighs> I guess, like, am I going about this the right way? Mm. I guess is a question. Um, do these people like me? What is up? I don't know. Let the cards tell me because they're not necessarily telling me. Okay, we're pulling three cards. We can okay. do more, but let's just start with three. Three is good. I love that. So... I will tell you what everything is. Hold on. Okay. And are some of these reversed or are they all reversed on purpose? Two of them are reversed. One's <gasps> not. Wow. So we have the drama. Six of Wands reversed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a little drama. That's drama. We have the Eight of Pentacles mm-hmm. reversed. And then we have the Two of Swords reversed. Gorgeous. I love this so, blindfold on this woman. I It's really, we'll get into that. So before I explain what the cards are, do you see anything? Is anything jumping out at you? You don't need to know anything. I mean, I know you you pull cards for yourself. I know a little bit. Is anything bit. jumping out at you? Well, fully a woman going into battle with a blindfold and two swords feels mm. very much like what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Naked. She's she nude. Is- mm. 
which is another thing that I love to talk about. That's important to me. Just love you know, loving the article of clothing is a blindfold. That's mm-hmm. yeah. sexy, mm-hmm. very hot. <laughs> and then I don't know. I'm seeing a mallet. It's like everyone is holding a weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yes. Okay. Very, literally, everyone has a weapon. weapon. Okay. Yeah, and I'm liking. So, I mean, I like the little. I like the sky that we're seeing in the Eight of Pentacles. But yeah, the, yeah, that's sky is good. How perceptive. Okay, so to start, <laughs> we have the Six of Wands. Yes. So Six of Wands, we see this kind of like garlanded regal mm-hmm. figure. They're on what looks like a victory lap. Um, six is usually like a, a passage, a harmonious passage. It's bring, bringing things into balance. Um, it's after, it's like in between change or kind of settling. Wands is fire, mm-hmm. passion, creativity, sexuality. Okay. Oh, fun. Love those things. So we're seeing that reversed, which can mean a lot of things. Um, the six of wands reverse just off the bat. I think there's just a sense of this card is very much about presentation. Mm-hmm. It is very much about this kind of posture and this um, presentation of power, this presentation of success, this presentation of victory. So we're getting this reverse. So we're already getting just a sense that um, what is being maybe projected or, or shown to the world and um your kind of individual your individuality as it's being displayed to the people that you're going on dates with um there might be a little bit something might be a little bit uh, out of out of step okay uh, maybe inner outer or maybe the way they're seeing you and the way you're seeing yourself might be a little out of sequence let's see okay okay interesting we come to the eight of pentacles mm-hmm. Pentacles is magic. Pentacles is money. Pentacles is anything of the body, the tangible, the sensual, anything you can feel, anything that's real and of the earth. Eight uh, is like the everyday. It's infinity. It's kind of like associated with like the day to day, the daily labor of life. So it's Mm -hmm. very much about like the real and the practical and what is your daily life going to look like. This card is also reversed. So to me, I'm getting a little bit of a vibe with the eight of pentacles um that with the six of wands and then this eight of pentacles reversed it's almost like there is a possibility of a kind of a cinematic ideal that's being Mm -hmm. um explored in the dating arena that might not actually line up with um the real day-to-day life as it's Mm -hmm. happening now there might be just a little sense that both of these factors are out of step with each other um and out of step with you so there's just a sense that who you are in your daily life and then what you're presenting on the apps and what you're wanting out of these relationships aren't fully uh, reconciled. One might Mm. be ahead of or behind the other. How is that feeling so far? You know, I get emotional every time I have my tarot read. Yeah. Every single time. I'm like, wow, I'm really like something just – nothing hits like tarot does. It slaps. Mm -hmm. So I'm just feeling like, yeah, I guess maybe that is true. Like especially the thought that how I perceive myself and how others are perceiving me, especially – on dates is really bringing up something for me. Hmm. And it's interesting then that we come to the two of swords where she is totally nude. 
except for she's the totally ones. nude. Um, she's totally nude, is, very open. Yeah, and swords is the mind. Mm-hmm. Swords is air. It's rationality, structure, thought, intellect. Mm-hmm. Swords cut things down. They're discerning. They chop away kind of bullshit. Um, two is a meditative card. If you're negotiating, you're balancing, you're juggling two things. There's a dialogue and it's an inner dialogue. The two of swords is really a card about she's not actually on the move. The, the six of wands is very Sagittarius. It's like, go, go, go. Mm-hmm. Um, out, out, out. The two of swords is very meditative. The two of swords, she is in her place blindfolds on so she can go in swords up so there is just this sense of i I think there's a sense of kind of stopping going in and and kind of deciding what you're wanting right Um, i'm getting a sense that you're being a little inundated and the two of swords is meant to kind of chop things down scale it down and reduce yeah um And the two of swords is really about you getting to the core of what you're wanting. To me, with the six of wands reversed, I get a sense that you can have a successful dating life. You can have a lot of adventure. You can be seen a lot, but I don't know that it's in step with what you're needing. The eight of pentacles to me is speaking to your your needs on an emotional Mm -hmm. level in your daily life as integrated with your career emotional sexual journey and the two of swords to me is saying that i think you're needing to get a little clarity for yourself about what you're wanting out of these dates Mm. that requires a little bit of inner negotiation and inner dialogue about um where you are the two of swords is nude she's stationary she's fixed so there's really a sense of getting you back in your body I get a sense with the six of wands, the eight of pentacles is such a work card. Mm-hmm. And I get a sense that you're like really good at the job of dating and really good at the project of dating. But right now we're needing a little bit of uh, an ethos. How are you feeling? Uh, sad. <laughs> like a little bit like, okay. oh, ow. Like, yeah, like, I think that is true. It is like speaking to me um, because I agree. I think I'm really good at like having multiple, juggling multiple dates, making all these plans, going out there, seeing people, being like really fun and charming when I'm meeting people who are new for the first time. I'm very good at that. That's the thing that I definitely excel at. But then it's maybe not really – getting to my needs of wanting to feel like supported or valued or, you know, cause I think I'm running into a little bit like I, then it's really hard in the early stages of dating when you are deciding whether you like someone or not, or how much you like someone to like, be very vulnerable to someone else not feeling the same way at the same level that you do. And like having to have that kind of relationship, honestly, with, you know, more than one person right now where it's like I am maybe getting – like I'm open to really wanting to be in something like like open and connected with someone else and like just kind of the negotiation of like 
is that also what you want? And do you, are you excited about seeing me is like, is very scary and hard. And like, sometimes it's really fun and adventurous and we love it. But like, I, I think hearing this, it is kind of speaking to like, I'm feeling a little bit more like stress, anxiety about like, well, is this person interested in me as much as I am in them Mm -hmm. more than I am like, well, this is really fun and enjoyable. And like, I'm really like excited about this. I'm excited, but also a little bit like not feeling fully safe in it, which is why I think I said coming into the podcast, like the boys are driving me crazy. Mm -hmm. I think they are a little bit. Thank you for sharing that. And thank okay, you for well, being so open. Because I know as I cry on the pod. Is this the first time I've cried on the pod? I think so. <laughs> I think I so. so. Yeah. 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 Is this the first well, time? Andrew, as our historian, for- <laughs> have I cried before on the pod? Um, to me, listen, you know, it, it's just interesting because I feel like a lot of people right now have really good intentions, but they're totally, or I can speak for myself. I think I have intentions for what I want, but I am afraid to go out and get it. And Mm -hmm. I feel very blocked in a lot of ways from even trying. We're seeing with you, like being out there and applying yourself and meeting people. We got that. We got it so much that it's reversed because you don't really need to focus on that. Like you got it. And that's amazing. And like that, that spirit, that joie de vivre, um, even that, that kind of audacity, the kind of Sagittarian aspect, it's so incredible. And so Mm -hmm. like a part of you, great for you. I think the two of swords to me is just really saying like, we want to make sure that your, your instincts, your intuition and your sense of discernment, because to me, I think what at least what I'm getting from this card is when you're able to be really discerning and when you're kind of calling the shots. And if we think about the sword as like really chopping shit down, mm-hmm. it's incredibly powerful. It's incredibly, uh, I mean, it's incredibly powerful for you in terms of who, who it allows in, but I also think it makes a really strong statement mm-hmm. and it, it shows a side of you that I think will make it so that you don't have to be doing the work of like, what do I have to say to this person so that they can get it and see me? Mm -hmm. I think to me, when you're really like honoring your intuition and honoring your discernment, your taste, your sense of like, no, this doesn't seem right. This is Mm -hmm. bullshit. He's not going to treat me right, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. It really is like a strength and it shows. And there's this very like, there's a regality to you. There's kind of a silence around Thank you. Thank you. And, and That's and, very nice. Uh, and uh, a verticality about you. There's just this uprightness to me that I get from the Two of Swords. I think for you, it's going to require a little bit of like going in and just like, yeah. what, what do you want? What are your non-negotiables? Like, what are you really needing? Which, which sucks, but yeah. Yeah, but it's important. It's really important. And especially it's like, I think I'm being better about it in terms of not even like just saying, no, I'm not even going to meet you if I think the texting is something that is stressing me out or making me feel bad. But then, you know, in some cases I do make allowances because I'm like really excited about a person, even though 
even though I can feel like this doesn't isn't making me feel good, but I would love for it to be to work out and be right. It's like you know, I'm meeting with my therapist, Haley, who we love. Shout out to Haley. I love her every time she comes up on the pod. But she's like, we have to be careful about when we're feeling butterflies about someone if that's just kind of looking for the same kind of love that we're used to. And I like, and, <laughs> okay, in my case, like the love that I'm used to that I grew up with was so hot and cold and so like, and unhealthy. And so like, if that's what gives me butterflies, that's a problem. I, you know, chills down my spine because, you know, I will, if I am out, I will find a demon the minute you put me in a, in a bar, I will like, the demon's coming straight to you. Like it's, it's really just like, oh my God, you know? And it's just like, how am I ever going to like, you know, it's just very scary because it's like, so I'm supposed to be putting myself out there and mm-hmm. learning to trust my instincts, but I'm afraid that I've compromised my instincts. Yeah. So, and listen, you're Sagittarius. We know that you're going to learn on the move. So I don't think it's like you, you shouldn't like stop and meditate and get to know yourself. I don't, I think you are by the nature of you going to keep learning on the move. I just think like, that inner dialogue, that inner discussion, that inner negotiation of like, is this worth it? Mm, no. Mm-hmm. What are my non-negotiables? This doesn't line up. I think that is always going to have to be number one. Um, yeah. You know, it's not about your effort. It's no. Not about well, the effort's not an try. issue. Not exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You well, touched. You touched me. You touched me through the Zoom, David. Thank you. No, thank you for opening up so much, really. Oh, my God, of course. Um, <laughs> of course, obvious. Yeah, absolutely. They, I'm like, sometimes the episodes are very funny, and sometimes we are just talking about dating, you know? That's right. You right. know, sometimes you, you don't know what you're going to get, you know? <laughs> sometimes, like, and sometimes relationships are fun, and sometimes they fuck you up. Yes. Yeah. I I fully You know? Yes. <laughs> you know? But like, uh, yeah, I think this is a good thing to remember moving forward, especially as I continue to date the people I'm currently dating and as I meet new people. You know? Yes. You know? You're, gotta, you're the one – you're the one cutting – Yeah, I got to cut through the, the bullshit. Down. I got to be yeah. just my gorgeous nude self cutting through all the bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, Wow. I loved it. It was so helpful. Um, <laughs> Andrew, do you want to do you want to put yourself on the line? How are you I feeling? Know. Yeah, I need just to witness that. <laughs> <laughs> are you sorry? Um, yeah, Andrew, whatever you're comfortable with. No, yeah, I'll, I I'll be down. Okay. Okay. What do you need from so me? Is there, <laughs> I'm just. Is there anything? Any big, small, broad, specific? Any arena? of life you want to explore? Um, I guess what is the, just like feeling very concerned and distraught about next steps for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that enough information or would you like Is that in your career life? Is that generally, what are we talking about? Uh, that's pretty general. I just mm-hmm. feel as though I am like carrying around a lot of like resentment mm-hmm. and sadness 
not sure what to do with that. Yeah. Okay. So. Mm. Okay, Andrew, you ready for the uh, for the big time? I know you did some pretty heavy oofs. Big yeah, oofs. There we have the Queen of Cups. Big oof. We have the Queen of Cups. We have Judgment, and we have the World Reversed. Wow. Mm -hmm. So before I jump in, do either of you see anything? Is anything jumping out? Um, I guess like judgment, the nose. <laughs> yeah. mm. Judgment is a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> judgment? These are major <laughs> cards, Andrew. Yeah. You got some big, you got some hefty cards, babe. Yeah. Wait, are, are these like, are these like Charizards to put them into terms? Yes, this is like Charizard. Yeah. This is like holographic Charizard. Baby girl was getting <laughs> like Charmanders to uh the middle guy that's what i was getting okay, you're getting cool. you're getting real charizards here yeah i don't know who's winning the battle then got it i'll i will explain jenny is right uh and, and i'll give that a little bit of a framing so to start we have the queen of cups so the queen you know uh, uh every suit so we have cups wands swords pentacles has a king, a queen, uh, a knight, and a page. So queen's pretty high up there. Um, queen, cups is water. Cups is the emotional realm, the inner life, spiritual, intuitive, the imagination. So it's really um, the kind of invisible emotional realm of the heart and the soul. Okay. And the queen is this kind of divine feminine version. The queen is um, the embodiment of that. And the Queen of Cups is this like, it's like your most open, vulnerable heart. Uh, the Queen has to be protected at all costs. She is incapable of protecting herself. She's extremely sensitive because basically the Queen of Cups is the embodiment and receptacle of um, all the pain, knowledge, love, wisdom, um, and just kind of empathy and compassion that that you have so okay we have the queen of cups up so stakes are a little you know we know where we're focusing which is this is really um the queen of cups is such she's so piscean she's such a keeper she she it's almost like all of the weight of of the past is really kind of held in her um and so we know that this is really having to do with a lot of past baggage that is kind of piling up and um and we're not really sure how to how to handle it okay when we see judgment in the world judgment is card 20 and the world is card 21. Mm. so there are 22 cards in the major arcana so um the the world is the final card because there's a card zero. So you're looking at the two final cards of the major arcana, which is a 22 card cycle of consciousness. So we know that we're about to go, we're at a big turning point. Generally speaking, we know that emotionally, uh, we're at some level of a revolution. Does not have to be good or bad. It's not really a moralistic thing. It's just, 
we know you're at a turning point. We know that you're you're about to start a new beginning one way or another, okay? Judgment. Yes, literally when you see judgment, you think judgment. But if you think of the more biblical version of judgment, which we see in this image, we see a horn blowing. Judgment is really about a call is going out and it's kind of like your higher calling is going out. And if you think about judgment biblically, it's all about the dead kind of rising and this idea of a rapture coming. So when we see judgment, we just know something is being awakened and something it's time for a part of you to be going forward and parts of you to be left behind. Okay. Finally, we come to the world. Gorgeous. Mm -hmm. uh, the world is, uh, we see her between Scorpio, Aquarius, Taurus, and Leo, the four fixed signs, the four elements. Um, we see this kind of dancer in the center of things. And it's this kind of zoom in, zoom out moment where you're kind of getting out of your head and seeing your place in a much bigger picture and kind of starting a new cycle. So we have that reversed. So I'm just getting a sense off the jump. And I, of course, want you to be jumping in as much as possible, but I'm getting a sense that it's time for something to be relinquished. I think it's time for some, some past pain that's maybe been cycled through a lot lately. Um, you're ready to kind of be relinquishing it. I'm getting a sense that um, there's something that's keeping you in your head a little bit and in your feelings, and it's making it a little hard for you to 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 see your place in a bigger picture. And I think there's this kind of like ego fixation happening. I'm not saying you're egotistical. I'm saying that it's hard for you to zoom out on your life right now because you're like so in it in a way. Um, and that's what I'm getting so far. How is this feeling? I know this is harsh, so we will get to the good stuff. How is this feeling though? I mean, this is all like correct. I don't know what more I could, I could say that wouldn't be more on the nose than what you had just said. Okay. First of all, the Queen of Cups, and Jenny, back me up on this, but the okay. Queen of Cups is a beautiful card. Oh, yeah. And it's about this, like, incredible, intuitive, compassionate, empathic power you have for others and for yourself, which makes you such a good producer. The Queen of Cups, to me, is saying everything that's that you're feeling and the pain that you're probably feeling is really valid. And it's, like, really true, and it's really real, and it's, like... It's your history. Like, it's so big. And, you know, honor that. So I don't want you to think from this reading, like, well, I need to move on. I need to push myself forward. Because I get a sense that that's probably what's been happening, which is like, okay, enough already. Let's go, like, let's get through this. I I'm sick of this shit. We want to make sure that you're holding space for yourself because, like, there's a lot there and it's really rich and profound, even the pain of it. With that said... I think I would just say, pay attention, because I think there's a possibility of your world expanding and of you kind of getting called to uh, a bigger domain, uh, career-wise, spiritually, emotionally, however you want to see it. But I just get a sense that your world could get bigger, but um, this inner battle and this this struggle to move forward 
which is actually just further enforcing kind of dominance and uh and maybe invisibility and not not allowing for your feelings to come out that's kind of holding you back i think if you could give yourself a little space to just be going through it to be feeling it and to see yourself as this actually like rather profound emotional being it might allow for some channels to open um for some gifts and talents that you might not be aware of to be coming through um and for your world to get a little bigger i think there's a femininity to you that needs to be tapped into and by femininity i mean a receptivity um and and an openness um to your own pain and to others jenny how is this feeling i think it was beautiful okay but i'm just i'm just feeling for you andrew because how are you feeling andrew uh yeah i mean i i don't know I don't know what to really respond with. You don't have to say anything. I know this is like a lot to take in. Um, and, and I did not expect these cards. <laughs> <laughs> you got some big boys. But I mean, I, I like you're so special, Andrew. And I like value and treasure you and think that you have like you're so witty and smart and on top of it and reliable and like wonderful. So... I have to believe that the world's going to get bigger. Like David's yeah. saying, I believe it's it. totally a new beginning. It's the cards are really clear about that. You really are at a, you're starting a new cycle. Um, and we just want to make sure that you, the new can be coming in and that's just a shift of perspective. Um, so it's really exciting. We just need you to like really be getting in touch with Jenny needs to get in touch with her a lot more of her intellectual rigor i think jenny needs to get in touch more with um her sense of discernment her sense of taste uh her own kind of more profound like intuition and knowledge about who she is and what she wants for you it's much more about it's much more about the domain of the heart it's much more about well for jenny obviously too but for you i think it's more about the domain of okay i have this pain Okay, I'm dealing with this baggage. I'm 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 on for the ride, and I am going to be this person who has these things. I never saw myself as this person. I can't believe I'm this person, but like, I am on this journey wherever this needs to take me, and I think it will actually take you to some pretty incredible places. But I just think like, there is a regality to the queen, and that she is this keeper of pain. She's this keeper of love, and I think like she kind of needs to be honored. And I think like you, that side of you is so beautiful. And and I think I just want you to be able to like kind of love it and, and give it a little worship. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a big deal and transformative when the world shows up in a reading. The world, you're talking about like a new beginning and you're talking about it being a good thing, but there is the potential that it could be for the worse or... I don't really, I just, you know, what does that mean, first of all? Um, like, what does it mean if it would be for the worse? Well, I, you're saying that like the new beginning could be, it is likely going to be uh, a step in the right direction, but a new beginning could be a step in the other direction as well. Just, mm. 
That's a great question. <laughs> Judgment is calling you towards a higher sense of talent, not a higher sense of talent, to your own talent. It is a higher calling of what you are capable of, who you're supposed to be surrounded with, um, and the parts of you that get to be honored and um, affirmed and unleashed. Judgment is basically a vertical calling. If we think of the biblical judgment, it's a call from heaven. So judgment, we are we are thinking about you kind of going up and a lot of your baggage being left behind. I don't, it, it's very rare that I would read someone and be like, well, that's it. Like, it's well, all going to shit. You, yeah, exactly. yeah, goodbye. Like, you're going to be like a lunatic babbling on the subway. Like I'll see you in five years or something. I, <laughs> oh my to God. Me, judgment is saying that the, the call's coming out. Queen of Cups is like this incredible reconnection. To me, the world reverse is just saying, I think your perspective is for yourself. It is not as big as it could be. The world is your oyster. You are not aware of that. You will become aware of that one way or another, but I don't see it, you know, it's up to you. It's not up to you. I don't want to, I don't want to tell you that like, if you don't manifest right, your life's going to go wrong. I'm just saying in terms of how change is met, I think the cards don't really do a moralistic or a good or a bad thing. Changes change, you know, that's what I've learned from astrology and from tarot. It's, it's always on the menu, you know? Is anything else coming up for you? I don't want to leave you in like a total shock. So if you have oh, any no, questions. Yeah. No, I just wanted to make sure that I was an, I, that I was, that I could potentially be interpreting it incorrectly. So thank you for the clarification. Totally. Um, and yeah, uh, that, listen, that has happened before where in a reading, I'm just like, and like, Jenny, you probably know this, like, it happens most when it's like people who are in a, a relationship that's crashing. And, oh, and right. Because the, the cards or astrology will be like, stop, get okay. out. Yeah, yeah, they're like, run and away. To, the cards exactly. are like, run away, get out. And then right. you have to be like, okay, I think you should maybe get out. Yeah. Or <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, rethink it. You know, that's when I have to like cover my steps a little bit more. But I think for you, I think the cards are really clear, which is like, Shit is going down one way or another. Um, and I think it's like a reconnection for you, you know? Okay. Um, great. Thank you. Wow. Je yeah, Jenny, how are we feeling? I just feel like you're so good at this. Thank you. I feel like I you're amazing like you at this. Very open. I well, we were. This was an emotional episode of the podcast. It I wasn't expecting out. It no, either. we I don't think we were either. <laughs> like were you expecting to feel a little wrecked today andrew i feel i feel oh, a little no, no. <laughs> you know what I mean. yeah you know <laughs> but i kind of but i loved it but i loved it it was like we needed it though the thing is we needed it and that's what tara was all about it's telling you what you need it's not always what exactly. you want sometimes it's just mm. what you need where I'm like, hello, let me do my silly podcast, okay? Give me jokes, Tarot. And Tarot's like, haha, the universe isn't a joke, bitch. Exactly. Um, exactly. But I do feel like you were both really like open hearted and I think they were ready to meet you there, you know? Well, we are. I gotta say this about me and Andrew. We're both like very nice people. You too, David. 
Thank you. Oh. But I, I feel like, you know, sometimes you'll do a reading for someone and you can feel their spiritually their arms are crossed. Mm -hmm. And I did feel like both of you were like. Spiritually, like, come hug me. Like, spiritually, exactly. come give me a big kiss on the mouth. Exactly. Spiritually. So thank you. <laughs> for our, our big spiritual makeout. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I have to say. I think um, this was beautiful. I'm just yeah. thinking about. Andrew, we're so open-hearted as people, and then people come and and stomp on us. What's that about? Honey, I, I will never learn my lesson. What is that about? What is that about? And then we'll come back next week, and we'll be like, guess what? I got my heart ripped in two again, baby. <laughs> Here um, are the receipts. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I can't catch a break. I know. I'm with you. What? David, why do we do that? <laughs> Because the stakes are higher and like we're playing yeah. to win. Okay. And yeah, like, we're playing to win. We, we're living large. Exactly. And we're not settling for mediocrity. No way. I so. this this reminds me, I didn't even mention this, but I went out for drinks over the weekend and one of my random exes that I was dating for two months, like, you know, just a New York guy that I dated for like two and a half months. We all have a bunch of those was at the bar just so randomly and it was in Brooklyn and I, and we're wearing masks and I'm like, it's def I definitely had sex with that guy. Mm. Definitely have had sex with that guy for two and a half months. So I decide I should just scream his name, right? I should just scream his name and then see if he turns around and comes over. Mm. So I did. I screamed, Mike, very loud. He turns around and is like, oh, hey, this is so funny. And then we have a nice little conversation for like, two minutes okay. and you all that's that's what i'm saying you got to live big you should just scream your ex's name at the bar yes your two yes. and a half month random person you just were dating briefly you scream their name at the bar and you see what happens the same exact thing happened with me this morning except with uh george stephanopoulos <laughs> good morning america <laughs> Toward me, I wasn't the one in the situation where I screamed his name. However, there was someone. It was three of us, right on the street corner, and the other person took the fall for me and was like, "Oh my god, that's you're my guy. Love your show." And I was like, "Yeah, so yeah. Life is life is too short to not scream out their name." It's really true. George Stephanopoulos not wearing a mask. <laughs> he 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 took Joe Biden's. Uh, advice, a word, you know, he said, no more masks, and he listened. <laughs> Very cheap. He probably just wants his face to be seen. He's like, I'm tired of people not seeing my face. It's true, yeah. Wow. This was a really emotional and wonderful episode, David. Thank you so much for all of the gifts that you've given us. Anytime. Thank you for Anytime. having Anytime. Oh, um, my God. And if any of your listeners would like a reading. Oh, they absolutely um, should get one. It's going to change your life. <laughs> uh, go to davidodyssey.com. You can book a reading directly there. Um, and I do, my podcast is more astrology, but uh, listen, it's all archetypal. And that is the Luminaries with David Odyssey. And I'm on Instagram at David underscore Odyssey. And those are all of the ways. And we love it. <laughs> and if um you if you want to give us a little rating and review, I think oh. you should. Absolutely the cards told them that they should today, right, yeah, David? That was in there in somewhere. The cards, it was in the cards, right, babe? Um, so please do that if you feel inclined. And we love you. This is receipts. 
This has been Receipts, a dating podcast with evidence. Hosted by Jenny Gorlick. And produced by Andrew McGuire. Make sure to follow us on social media. I'm at Jenny Sequois, J-E-N-N-Y-C-E-S-T-Q-U-O-I on Instagram and at Jenny Gorlick on Twitter. And you can follow me on Instagram at McGuireGuy at M-C-G-U-I underscore G-U-I. The cover art is by Megan Patzel. The theme song is written by Dylan Adler, sung by Cheno Pinter, and produced by Douglas Wittick. Check out full videos on YouTube and rate us on Apple Podcasts. And make sure you subscribe. If you need dating advice, we'd love to help you out. Send us a DM to at ReceiptsPod.